You are listening to Youth Voice Alaska. Welcome to Onward, where we share stories from youth about overcoming and dealing with challenges. This is a production of StoryWorks, Say It, and Alaska Teen Media Institute. I'm Taylor Heckert. And I'm Bennett Pierce. And we're members of Say It, which is StoryWorks Alaska's youth team. This is our second installment in Onward, called Finding Family. Today you'll hear stories about finding a place where you belong. First, we'll hear from Noah, who finds the true meaning of family in the theater. Families are a, has always been a huge part of all our lives, sometimes, well, especially when you don't want it to. Um, I remember getting dragged to my first play ever. I was 10 years old, and uh, the only reason we went is because my brother was in the play. He was a middle schooler. And the only reason he was in the play is because he was really short, sh- shorter than me. So the, uh, and he would, he was like one of those athlete kids, you know, too cool for acting, but too short to do athlete things. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so the, he would always tell me that the acting teachers would come up to him and be like, David, we got this play coming up. And he's like, oh no. It's like, it's Christmas Carol. This is a great character, Tiny Tim. He's like, no. <laughs> then they're like, you don't even have to audition. Don't even show up to practice. You got one line. So we all went and, uh, I'm sitting there experiencing this play, waiting for his one line. God bless us, everyone. And uh, and and it was kind of kind of weird because there's a there's a thing that happened during that play. You know, I was like I was like, oh man, I could be at home sitting watching TV right now. But um, I felt more connected than when I would watch TV. When I was sitting right there, it was something about it was was real and. And it was strange because when the actors would display the, um, the, the emotions, you would, you would feel them too. Um, and there was something about it. You, you know, you, you were open and the, and the actors were, were vulnerable, and especially with the negative emotions. Because humans tend to connect deeper in, in hardships and, and when things aren't going right. So uh, that's why it's a real tragedy when at the end of Christmas Carol, you know, Scrooge becomes a good guy and is all happy just ruins the entire thing but uh (laughs) so uh, unfortunately we didn't have uh the the time to look deeper into this we being me and my curiosity because uh uh my my family had 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 some issues to had some problems to deal with um they uh when i entered middle school they they had a rough divorce and honesty uh trust became a scarce thing um and everyone liked to blame it on my mom because, you know, she wanted it. So, well, that's just what my brother did. He had some resentments, and he went and lived with my dad. Um, and uh, I wasn't ready to, to choose. I wasn't ready to make that call, like, I just want to live with one parent over the other. But it was really tough because my brother's telling me, you know, when I'm going back to live with my mom, Noah, come on, just stay with me. I miss you, man, and I love you, and we need you here. And then, you know, my mom's telling me when I'm going to live with my brother for, for a few weeks, um, if you just stay here, he'll eventually come back, and then you can do your thing, and it was, and it was really tough. Um, uh, and that, uh, um, uh, that, that stuck with me, but, but back to acting. So, uh, so it wasn't until a year ago when I tried out for my first play, and it was, uh, it was this really serious, solemn horror play. It was the it was the Wolfman. So I got up there, and uh, I I remember I was practicing my monologue for like all last night. Which pro tip: don't don't do that. Don't don't start the day before. You're like 
uh, you're like trying to rattle it through your head, like all the key points. Like I get this said, and 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 your and your heart's pumping. You're 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 all sweaty, and yet somehow you're cold, kind of like I am now. But no, um, and uh, uh, and and the the auditorium is really big, and the walls just seem to get farther away as you as you get up there in front of everybody. You can hear your heartbeat. Well, I give my monologue. Can't even remember like what I what I said up there. Um, I do know that I that I missed a part that made it really confusing, but I don't think anyone noticed. And the monologue was about like being a nerd, which for some reason everyone bought. You know, when I gave it, I don't know why. But uh, <laughs> so so and I, and I did get a part. Um, they, they regretted that because they gave me the most serious character, the sheriff, and I'm over here like pretty much dancing on stage when I was supposed to be doing horror things and. Um, so so I so I decided I'd try it for a sing it play and it is worth mentioning at this point I was a pretty arrogant know-it-all you know I was ready to take on the world um, and uh, you know nothing like I am now now I'm the most humble person you'll ever meet um, <laughs> changed a lot but uh, so I try out I try out for this musical the the Adams Family and uh, I, I had this song it was a uh, it, it, it was something from Shrek. Um, and every time I say that, everyone's like, oh, I know just the song you did. Was it, somebody once told me? No, it, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was a song from, from Shrek the Broadway, so it wasn't that, that popular. Um, but uh, so I get up there, and I sing my heart out. And at the end of it, um, our acting coach, Mr. Miller, the director, was standing up clapping. He was like, oh, my goodness, you're perfect. I know just who you're going to be. And I was like, really? He's like, you're going to be the tortured guy wailing in the background. It's like. No, <laughs> I actually was. It was awful, um, but um, but the reason why I bring um, this up is because it felt amazing to have a to have a choice, and and I don't use this word lightly, family, but to have a a choice in family, especially when you're always told that um, you you can't choose your family. Um, but it felt good to have a choice because there was a time when I didn't want a choice and because I didn't want a choice now I'm in foster care until I'm 18 and uh, uh, and, and I did learn some things like that everyone you know p uh, people kind of think of actors as really good liars but um, working with them you find out that they are some of the most honest people around because you have to be honest to you have to go to that place yourself to to give the emotion it has to come from somewhere real um, and you have to be uh, vulnerable. So, uh, so nowadays, living with five people can be hard to manage, but it's not fun until you're living with 32 and someone has dropped a line. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Noah, for that powerful story. Sometimes it's important to create family for ourselves. Our next story comes from Charliza, who learns that good friends have the power to change your perspective. So my birthday is August 16, 2001. And so I'm an August baby. And I'm all, I was also born a month early, so I was premature. So I was like really small. So really all my life, I've been a lot smaller than most other people. It's just like in my genes, really. Like as of right now, I'm already taller than my mom. Like nobody in my family is tall. Like, so it's just normal for me. And I didn't think that was like a big thing, like my height would affect me. But going into elementary school, because my birthday is in August, I had to take a test to get into elementary school because I was too young. 
So I took the test and I was, I passed with flying colors. I knew my reds, my yellows. Um, I was potty trained <laughs> for the most part, you know. And so like I got into kindergarten and I was the youngest one there. So I was already a lot smaller, a lot younger. And like going to elementary school, was kindergarten, I didn't know what school looked like. So everything that I experienced in kindergarten, I thought was normal. And there was this one girl that I'm not gonna name, like would constantly like bully me for being shorter. She would like call me shorty. And I thought that was like a normal thing cause like it's in kindergarten. And like, I was like, oh, this is normal. Like this is just what happens in kindergarten. This is school. And like, I thought it was normal until more people started to use like shorty instead of my actual name. So I was like, uh, that doesn't seem right. Like, I have a name that's pretty nice, you know? <laughs> so, like, I just grew up with that. And throughout the year, like, as I thought it was normal, like, I started to realize it wasn't because during recess, every day we would play family, the same game. So we were a family and, like, the person I was talking about was always the mom and, like, everybody else was like, the sisters or like the brothers or like whatever. And then they're like, Shirley, you could be the baby. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'll be the baby. Like I could do that. And they're like, okay, the baby sits here in this little circular thing. Like in the recess, there's like this little window tube. And like, I would sit there and that was my job for recess. And like, okay, the baby doesn't talk. The baby doesn't walk. The baby doesn't do anything. And so like, I'd be, okay. And so I'd sit there during recess and they would go out and be like, hey, we're shopping. And then they would like leave me for a second and be like, okay, like who leaves a baby? <laughs> and then I would like, when they would leave, I would like secretly get up and then like I go on the swings and then they find me and they'd be like, oh, you can't do that. Babies can't do that. So like they'd bring me back and then I had to sit back down. And so like that was whole my whole recess for that year. And so like, I was like, okay, this is like normal, I guess, but the next year, first grade, um, like I wasn't in the same class with her, and I met some people that were already in my class, but I just didn't talk to that year. So I met Luke and Karen and Drew, and they became like my friends. And we would play games, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Like, why didn't this happen last year? Like, I thought that was normal. And they used my name, like, wow, Charlisa? <laughs> like, okay. And um, so I, I would see her at recess and I would just look at her and be like, okay, like she's normal, like I'm normal, like we can be different and that's okay. Because height didn't matter to me, like looks didn't matter to me, like none of that really mattered. And it was like just the personality type thing. Like if I'm, I'm gonna hang out with you because your personality is in the right place. And with my friends, when we would play family, they were like, okay, so who's gonna be what? And I was like, I'll be the baby. Like I volunteered myself. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. And then so like I went and sat down and they're like, what are you doing sitting down? And like, I would get up and like, okay, I'll just come back up. And like when we would play family, I was the baby still, but I was the baby where when we would play a game and they would like be in the car, you know, the car. <laughs> 
I would like pretend take the keys from my father and then like I'd be running around and like the baby is running and then like so <laughs> the baby was driving the car and that was okay because I could do that with them and yeah that was when I met my real friends and like I realized you gotta accept people for the way they are and yeah. Thank you for sharing, Charlisa. Friendships can shape our experiences, and your story helps us see the difference between healthy and toxic relationships. Our last story comes from Mikey, who finds his football family. So, all right, uh, we graduated in middle school. You know, it was it was a hell of a ride. You know, we had a lot, I had a lot of friends, and like middle school was like I learned a, like not a lot from middle school, but like I had a lot of friends though. But like as we went to uh, high school, I was like always nervous. I was like. It's a new beginning, you know, what if I have no friends or any of that? Because, like, most of my friends went to, like, different high schools. We all separated. I had a few friends here in high school, but, like, we all had, like, different classes, so we all were, like, separated. But having one friend, like, my best friend, uh, his name was Josh, Joshua Senior. And he played football. I, I didn't play football. I don't know why I decided not to play football, but this other day I seen him, I was like, oh, hey, what's up, Josh? Ooh, he's right here. I'm right here. <laughs> he looked at me. He started walking away with the football players. like, Okay. <laughs> Uh, at that point, I knew I had no friends, though. So like, so like every day during lunch, I would like, like have nobody to hang out with. Not even my brothers, because they have their own friends, you know. They had no, like, they just, you know, had their own time. And then like every day, like during lunch, I'll go in the classroom and just do some random work, because I was that lonely. <laughs> and like, and like I always wondered, like, what, what, what if I joined football, you know? But then there's the other part of myself, like I doubted myself, like, nah, nah. And like, I was like always depressed and like sad. And like, I had nobody to talk to. I just, just didn't feel like comfortable to like talk to anybody. Not even my parents. I had like tough love with them. Not even my brother, same time. So like, I was like depressed and like every day during lunch, I would like think and stuff. And like, I decided like, you know what? This is not who I am. You know, I'm not the sad, sad kid that like came from Samoa and just be sad here in America, you know? So I was like, uh, pick myself back up, you know? And this other day, I like, I was walking through the hallways and like I met uh one of the the big linemen, you know, uh Thomas Hill. And he was like, Hey, are you hey, what's up, Eddie? I was like, Oh no, yeah, I'm not Eddie's and uh <laughs> and he's like, No, wait, no. Oh, are you his little brother? He was like, Yeah. Uh, and they're like I was always known as like Eddie's little brother, you know. Like nobody knew who I am. And like that's when he, that's when I met like um the linemen, you know, at football. And I was like, you know what, these guys are not that bad after all. And I made friends with them. And the very next year, I played football. I decided to play football, and I met uh, Coach Matoka. Yeah, he was a very strict dude. You know, he he always get on Eddie's butt. You know, and like getting his grades up and stuff. He did the same to me. You know, he'd always like tell, like yell at me, even like. And then I started playing football, and I thought it was gonna be a bad thing. You know, what if I like, what if these guys don't like me? You know, what if the coaches don't like me? Like who I am and stuff. Like as I started playing football, you know, I started build like building my, myself up, like as, as a person. Like my grades were good. And like I was not depressed at all. It was my sophomore year. I was like, oh, it's it a good start, you know. I'm not depressed anymore, you know. And then, like I started get, having a good bond with the boys, and then we started a brotherhood. I mean, we went undefeated that year too, and and like I started learning like like leadership and started learning like who these guys are, and like like I, I started like opening up to people, and like who knew that the very next year I would, like I become a junior and I, I started, you know. And then the next thing you know, we won a state championship, and it was a good uh, good feeling, you know. And I learned like leadership, and all that like gratitude. And like, I came from a loner to like having a lot of friends and like opening up to people. And like, in my senior year, you know, we fell short, but I learned a lot of things, you know, love, brotherhood, 
gratitude and opening up to people and like i was like one of the leaders so like yeah and then um um you know every kid that i see like has no friends or like afraid to talk to people i would always go to them like make them my friend you know always like open up to people always funny you know make jokes even though like they're sad i always like make jokes and make them laugh you know because that's i know how it feels you know and like football was like a sport that made me who i am and and the person i am today and you know don't ever doubt yourself challenge yourself and be yourself thank you Thank you, Mikey. Physical activity and positive group dynamics have a great impact on our mental health. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Getting By, the third installment in Onward from Youth Voice Alaska. This is Taylor Heckert. And I'm Bennett Pierce. From Say It, with our producer Cody Liska from Alaska Teen Media. Our music is by Charlotte Severin. And a big thank you to the Alaska State Council on the Arts and StoryWorks Alaska 